hey, this is Brian here, and I'm excited to get you in tune to Mr. Shaq Sham here coming your way. And I tell you what, his fascination with getting you in tune to audiences, specifically now the millennial audience, which is a key, as you have him tell it to you, a very key audience for you to be focusing on right now. And the way to do it is with interactive content. And the way he explains it is just so spot on. So I'm excited to have you listen and, and learn and just have that aha moment as you go through this. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is another one here, The Authority Project. And I am Brian S. Arnold here. And I have my new good friend, Dr. Shaksham Shada in the building. He says he's here to help us market to millennials with interactive content. Is that right, Shaksham? That is absolutely right. And we are going to explore this today. Yeah. Well, we shall see. We shall see <laughs> <laughs> on this special episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, it's another one, folks. It's Brian S. Arnold here in... This is the Authority Project. You are the project. We want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we have Sakshim Shada here. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Wonderful. It's been a nice day. Like I said, sunny over here, sunny over there. Yeah, so kind of cloudy, but also yeah. sunny. A good <laughs> amount of sun is what I would say. Awesome. Awesome. So let's get right to it. Can you tell people who Sakshim is personally and then professionally? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, I'm a fun person. And I think uh, my key thing is like I've researched on exploring audiences and I've researched on, you know, what makes millennials tick. And I've researched on how you actually market to modern audiences instead of just, you know, sticking with marketing models that you have inherited from the past. Because every generation that's coming along, you know, when we go from boomers to millennials to Gen Z now, you know, there's a fundamental shift in the way of thinking. And so that is who I am. I'm just fascinated with audiences. I have been fascinated with audiences ever since I was a child. So I think ending up in marketing is something that was destined to happen, even though, you know, that's not something I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to be, I don't know, um, yeah. surgeon or something, but you know, here I am. <laughs> and uh, it was accidental that I ended up in this field and it's great. And so now I am pretty much in sync with what I always wanted to do. Great, great. And do you have a current project that you're currently working on at the moment? Okay, so let's look at, well, one of the projects we are working on is called Micro Influencers. And what this basically does is that it allows, you know, any kind of influencer on Instagram, if they want to connect with their audience in a micro manner, in the micro moment of connection, that is, you know, it happens while someone's scrolling through their Insta feed okay. or their TikTok feed or, you know, their Insta story, et cetera, et cetera, or Twitter or anywhere or any other social network as well. You know, if you have like even 10,000 followers, it's hard for you to connect with them 
at a micro level, you're connecting with them by giving them a persona of yours that's, you know, broad. It might not specifically apply to every single person and might not resonate with every single person. But when you make interactive content, so this interactive content, what it does is basically like something as simple like a quiz or a calculator or a contest or polls or surveys or chatbots, etc., And then you put them on your Insta story or you put them in your Instagram or your TikTok, anywhere. You're able to connect with each one of your followers in a very targeted way. And this is what interact, this is the power of interactive content. And it attracts millennials because, you know, millennials, as rumor has it, have a very short attention span or a comparatively shorter attention span because, you know, the internet has evolved uh, during their time much faster than the times of the previous generations. So to catch their attention, I'll give you a very simple example to break it down. Okay. If you're a fitness influencer and, you know, Instagram is a big fitness industry, you know, there's so many fitness influencers out there and you have a simple quiz on your Insta story that says answer these, you know, six or seven questions and I will recommend the best fitness plan for you. Right. So you're giving that every single one of your followers, you're giving them a different recommendation and you're connecting with them at a personal level. So this is something that we're working on currently and it applies to influencers. But the same logic can be applied to B2C companies, B2B companies, enterprises, mid-market size businesses is the same fundamental tactic that is a quiz or interactive content caters to everyone specifically. And that's what we're doing. Awesome. That's great. Now, you might have already answered all of my questions right there, but <laughs> I'm going to ask them again. So don't worry about it. So before we get, before I dive into more of that, because I think some of, I think some people out there might want to know this about you. What, what is your daily routine before we get started? Oh, okay. Well, I wake <laughs> up at seven and then I do the all the morning routine. I make my coffee, which is actually a milkshake full of protein and coffee my coffee is actually a milkshake it's like full of coffee and protein and some muesli as well it's it's a random thing but yeah. it's very energetic and then i start working like by 7 30 like almost by 7 15 7 30 and then i continue working till the afternoon and what work involves usually is making sure everyone in the team is doing what they're doing. I think there's a very famous quote. I've like, I've made sure there's a system at work so that, you know, everyone's doing what they're doing. And even if you were to remove me from my job, the system would work. So even if I gave the system to my enemy to manage, the system would still work well. (laughs) So my job is to make my job redundant. And (laughs) that's what I work every day towards is to make sure every department is working in their perfect way. Nice. So let's get to it then. That's awesome. Let's get to it. I want to start here because I think you've already kind of nudged it a little bit, but let's start first of all with who is this millennial audience? Who, mm. who, who are they right now? What does that look like? What does that entail? What is the avatar? I think I don't know the exact age at which the cutoffs happen, okay. but I would say the age for millennials is usually early 20s till mid 30s is what we are looking at millennials. After that is, you know, another generation. And before this is Gen Z, which is Billie Eilish's generation, right? So (laughs) I I don't claim to market to that generation yet, but I'm looking at the millennial generation. And why why is this important too? I'm going to put, put that out there too. Why is it important to understand this audience as well? Because this audience will have the, A, the biggest buying power in the generations to come, in the years to come. 
and it will have the biggest voting power in many mm. countries. So it's politically important generation. It is a financially important generation. It is going to be the key focus of the entire capitalistic world, the political world, the everything. So it is coming to focus now. The boomers are just getting shifted ahead, right? So the buying power is going to come to this generation. So marketing to this generation is key if you want your business to scale really well. Awesome. So you you touched on this interactive content. Why interactive? What is it about this interactive content about quizzes and surveys and all that kind of thing that attracts this audience more than anything else? I mean, there's different studies done regarding the attention span. And when we look at this generation, it is the generation during, you know, in which time internet really becomes mature. And, you know, we're looking at like when I gave you that time span, I'm a millennial myself. So in my time span, you know, we've gone from like these phones that you'd pick up and they have a cord (laughs) on it to these tiny little tablet phones, which is a remarkable thing to have happened in what, 10 years, like Facebook has come into existence in my generation. And one of the key things to remember is, you know, you know, the entire rise of BuzzFeed and the, you know, BuzzFeed happens in the noughties when, you know, there's so many BuzzFeed quizzes going around. Everyone's excited to know which friend's character they are, what kind of car suits their personality. You know, this all this thing starts and then people figure out, oh, it's better than just to tell you what kind of car suits your personality. If I actually put a call to action there, I can actually get you to buy that car. You know, mm-hmm. car websites can now be like, oh, I can actually put that quiz on my website to entice people and you know make it easier for them to make a choice because what's happening now is also that you know there's too many things to choose from there's like a choice paralysis that this decision this generation faces because there are too many things to choose from there are too many cars to choose from so how do you even make a choice so there has to be quizzes or calculators or estimators that show you that over time you know in case of b2b it can show you over time how much do you save by buying this service in case of b2c that's business to consumer direct it can show you which car you need to buy depending on your particular needs etc cetera, etc cetera. so i think that's why I, I forget what your original question was but <laughs> <laughs> why what is interactive content as opposed to um, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah. that's why interactive content works because it really caters to you at a personal level awesome so I, I guess one of my questions I, I don't have here, but is this only for the millennial audience or do you see this working in different audiences? For sure. Just- I'm like, uh, definitely what a quiz does is it addresses a fundamental curiosity that uh, exists in human beings in general. So it applies to definitely Gen Z and it applies to boomers as well. And like other generations too. It's just that the key focus, as like I said, is the millennials generation because it's going to have the biggest buying power. So I think... The concept has been made keeping them in mind. And I'm quite sure by the time Gen Z comes into focus, we would be looking, we'd still be looking at like interactive content. I think contests work really well with Gen Z, for instance. So estimators, for instance, you know, Gen Z, this is particularly evident is that they're very fashion conscious, but in a very green way. They're very, they're environmentally conservative, right? You know, they want to make sure there's no negative impact on the environment. So so you can have a calculator or an estimator that shows you that you can just make on our outgrow.co, our website, right? You can just go there. You can easily, it's a no-code tool. You just go and make the calculator that shows the carbon footprint of your wardrobe, right? So whatever you have bought and how can you go about buying clothes that are more environmentally conscious? And then it shows you over time what kind of impact you're having in the environment because the calculator can graphically show you that, right? So if you embed this calculator on like your e-commerce store, you're more likely to get, uh, you know, tap into Gen Z. So I'm just saying the mm. possibilities are limitless, but Outgrow as a software, the no-code tool that I work for can be used definitely for all these audiences. 
So it seems like it's very simple to think about. It seems like it's the ideal. Do you think that all businesses should be using this model at this point? Because you, you seem like you have a lot of passion that this is what you should be doing. Is that the case? What do you, what do you think about that? I just think it's very exciting. And it is already the case. A lot of businesses are using it across the board. We have Adobe that uses our software. National Geographic uses us. You know, I can name a ton of companies <laughs> that use our software. Salesforce, like there's tons of them. Micro-influence, which is for Instagrams on, uh, you know, influencers on Instagram or Twitter, is being used by so many people. It was like voted like among the top five products of the day on ProductHunt.com, which has 6 million monthly visitors. So you can tell it's definitely something that's being used across the board. And I'm excited to see, you know, how people are using it. Because like the excitement that I have is not because it's a no code tool. And like, even you could go there tomorrow and make something for podcasts, which of my podcasts should you watch first, etc. cetera, quiz like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited because we serve 21 different industries and all of these people come up with new ideas every day because they don't need any coding to, you know, come up with the next brilliant idea on our tool. Great. And now that's my next question. It's a good segue here because you have this great tool, you know, Outgrow is great. You know, you you can get these wonderful results, but what kind of questions work best with with this kind of content? It's a a great piece to use, but doesn't the Mm. words, the questions make the difference? Have you experienced that there's a a certain way people have have started doing this as far as examples that you say this is the way to do it? Yeah, I'm like, since we since we actually serve B2B customers, that's business to business and business to consumer. Like we do both and we do small businesses, big enterprises, freelancers, and also influencers, (laughs) right? So I couldn't give a generalization, but what I could do is give you an example. For instance, say on a lawyer's website, like an attorney or a lawyer's website, the primary call to action was just contact me, right? Now imagine that instead of this, because, you know, a ton of lawyers exist out there who have the same call to action with a website that's tough to navigate, et cetera, et cetera. But now imagine that a lawyer on his website has a call to action saying, see how much I can save you in legal fees. And then it asks you a couple of questions, you know, four or five questions, like how many contracts do you need signed per month? You know, how many people are you employing? You know, what are you doing? How many contracts do you need signed? And then which state is your business located in, et cetera, et cetera. So it takes all these factors into play. And then it gives you an estimate of how much that lawyer can save you, that company, that firm Mm -hmm. can save you in legal fees over time. And in addition to that, once it shows you the number, it also shows you a graph that spans over years saying, you know, you're going to save so much amount of money, you know, five years, 10 years, if you employ a firm. But here you can see in this example that using just four or five questions, because whichever business, like, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast, whatever industry they're in, they know exactly the four or five questions to ask to give a very valuable result to the person who comes in your website. And just before you give this result, you put a lead generation form that asks them for their email because you know, you're gonna get them some valuable results. So they are gonna put their email in. And once you have this email, that email's in your marketing funnel. And even if they don't make the purchase right now, you're on their mind because you gave them that estimate and uh, you can then just remarket to them. You can send them an email. You can be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, or you can add them to your email list, et cetera, et cetera. So key thing to remember is that being in your industry, you know exactly the kind of questions you ask. Eight to 10 questions are the best to ask. You can put some logic jumps so that, you know, it gets more complex and you only show particular answers to particular people. So that's totally possible. Great stuff, man. If this is <laughs> great stuff. So let me ask you this then. I'm going to put this together here. What kind of impact are you looking to have? What, what is your long-term impact with outgrow, with, with what you're trying to do as far as the world at large or your audience at large? 
I know it's a big question, but you can answer it. <laughs> I think my primary fight is with coding itself because you know when i was young like i'm not a person of a mathematical bent i would say yeah. so you see the point is when i was young my parents were like you should go to coding class you should go to computer science because that's the future everyone's gonna learn to code and there were all these movies like the matrix you right. know where everyone's coding and the cool people are all coding and my problem is that coding does not necessarily mean that you're creative and what no code tools like outgrow.co allow you to do is that you go out there you can make everything, everything marketing-wise, everything design-wise, everything you know, innovation-wise that will make you have a successful business. And at the same time, you don't know, need to know how to code. And that is what we are trying to do with Outgrow.co is that we are trying to make sure that, you know, anyone in our 21 different industries that we serve, you know, anyone listening to this podcast, including podcasters, if you don't know how to code, you can still make interactive content and you can put it on your website. You know, calculators, polls, surveys, estimators, quizzes, e-commerce recommendations, all of these intelligent tools you can mm -hmm. put on your website and it's easy for you to do. And I think that is what the market aims towards as well, because the market market does not value someone's skill at coding. Instead, the market values creativity. And that is the biggest thing. And there's no reason for a creative person in any industry to be held back from expressing his creativity just because he doesn't know how to code. And that is what Artgrow is trying to do and, you know, bring to everyone. Preach. I like that. <laughs> that was great, man. I got one last question for you. This has been perfect, man. So here's how it goes. Access of all of my guests and go something like this. There are people out there who are watching you now. They'll be listening to you later and they like what you're doing. They like your message. And maybe they want to also help people who are maybe technically challenged, design challenge or coded challenge. Hmm. And they want to help people also who are creators be able to create and be unstoppable with what they're trying to create in the world. Can you tell them, and I'll put you front and center, how they can become an authority in this space? In the space of interactive content? or Yes. Yes. Okay. So I think yeah. it's very easy to do. Like you go to our website, outgo.co <laughs> and uh, like, yeah, but I'm just telling you like a simple way to start it off. It's like you go to our website, outgo.co or through this link, outgo.co slash authority, where you can get like an extended trial. It's a free trial for seven days and you can extend it later. And then you go to the template section on our website. And there you will see 21 different industries, including your industry. It will be there. And you will see many examples in your industry. And all you have to do is to pick one of those templates, you edit it, change the colors, add some questions that you feel from your expertise need to be added, mess with the logic, play with the logic, be creative, and then publish it and put it on your website and see if it works for you. If it doesn't work for you, try another template. It's a free trial, you know, it's literally out there for you. I want you to just go out there and make something that you think is creative and you think can really help out your business. And I think that would be a good way to start. Awesome, everybody, that's great, everybody. <laughs> Check out this man's section. That was amazing, man. That was incredible stuff. Incredible Thank stuff. Thank you. <laughs> Check yeah. it out there. Check him out. And as I always say, um, for my little plug, sign up at theauthorityletter.com. We're doing some great things over there. So it's a weekly newsletter that I put together uh, for you guys. I talk about real, real talk stuff. But we have fun over there about the online industry. We do a three-part video series about building your authority platform, just like this man has with his company. Just amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. So that's all that I have, unless you have any final words here. To, to... No, I think that's it. But thanks for having me on the show, Brian. All right, guys. As I always say, remember, build it, share it, and they will come. We'll see you on the next one. Take care.
And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time. Hey, you still there? Hello? Hello? Hey, I just want to plug and give an, an, an announcement for what I'm actually doing right now, starting like right now. <laughs> I have a new Facebook group called the Thought Leaders Impact Group. It's what I'm going to be focusing on from here on out with this podcast and with this Facebook group intertwined together for those who are heart-driven thought leaders who want to make an impact on the world and build an income within that. So we're going to be, you know, all thoughts are welcome. Everybody who has a message that feels like it had, they haven't been heard, they haven't been seen yet, I want to put together a community to fix that. Because <laughs> I, I believe that there are so many people who have so much to give that they for some reason, don't feel they have, they were chosen. Maybe they were. Maybe they feel you know they raised their hand and they get passed over or what have you. But they have a gift and it needs to be shared. It needs to be put out there. No matter where you are from, when you're from, it doesn't matter. You're invited to this. I want to invite you right now. You're you're special to me, and I want people to know. I want people to know that you want to make a difference. You want to make a difference and you can, you can make an impact and make an impact from there, make an income from it. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be different. I know everybody says that, but this is going to be different. I'm going to have a lot of fun. It's going to, it's, it's a think tank for expressing our thoughts and our emotions and really being the person, being, being the most authentic you that you might not have realized unless you get into this community. And I'm going to show you how. I'm going to show you the reason why it's so important for you going forward. So get on that now. Go to the thoughtleadersimpactgroup.com. It goes right to my Facebook group. Get on there. You're invited. Come in, check it out. And really, it's a space where you can really express yourself and be heard and be seen. I want to give you that. So hope to see you there. That's it for now. Take care.